You're listening to a Big Finish production. Prepare yourselves for emails. This is the Big Finish Podcast, release date 18th of November 2018. You, Nick and Benji. You are more than very welcome to our podcast of Big Finish Delights. Yes, join us in our world of audiobooks and audio drama. Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, Class, Callan, Captain Scarlet, Dark Shadows, Survivors, The Avengers. Oh, there's just so much stuff for you to listen to. I'm Benji Clifford, and here is Nick Briggs. Hello. Yeah, I was. I had this notion that I'd sort of try and do theme tunes and things while you were, but I didn't have time. I think. I think for the Avengers, I just went. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the Avengers theme? It goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Blake Seven was. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's Star Trek. The, the, the Avengers is just sort of just sort of a rubbish firework at the bottom of a very long cave. <laughs> and when it when it came to class, I just went. <laughs> I didn't know what to do for class, apart from say it's brilliant. Obviously, uh, in a moment, the big finish news. Then we plunge straight into an archive tease when we chat mm-hmm. about Big Finish's second ever Doctor Who release, Phantasmagoria by Mark Gatiss. Um, we we play you the first fifteen minutes of it, and we also nominate this for the Randomoid Selectatron offer, giving you twenty five percent off. Then, after a little reminder of our latest competition to win Star Cop's Mother Earth Part 2, we dive straight into the long-awaited return of listeners' emails. And uh, it's truly a bumper, bumper, bumper edition. You don't want to miss that one out. Oh, just writing something into the script, I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, where was I? Oh... And then we round it all off with a tease for our latest... Is that right? No. Yes. And then we round it all off with a tease for our latest Doctor Who monthly range release. Warlocks crossed by Steve Lyons, starring Sylvester McCoy as the Seventh Doctor, once again encountering the historically challenged Elizabeth Klein, played by the rather brilliant Tracy Childs. Right then, how else? I suppose it's time for the running news. And out this week, Unit Revisitations, in which the unit team headed by Kate Stewart encounter some terrifying old foes. <sighs> including the Wirren. No ice cream then? But it was never likely. It's not exactly luxury accommodation, is it? Ex-military base, I understand. The pool and the gym and the cafeteria and so on, all repurposed from the old architecture. Guided meditation podcasts are now available in guests' rooms. The Pandora Institute, helping you solve your problems from the inside out. Reminds me of the holiday camps we went to when I was a kid. They did annoyingly upbeat announcements too. Seriously? That's grim. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> Unit wages didn't stretch the holidays abroad. I think Dad preferred to be closer to home anyway, just in case. He was rather fond of Chroma. 
The Pandora Institute's not short of money, though. A chain of private training and treatment centres around the country would suggest not. So why base their headquarters here? Islands provide seclusion, a place for contemplation. Get your, get your uh, bubble wrap out for that one. I thought you were going to um, say, get your mandibles around that get one. Your, get your mandibles around that, yeah. Just the way go, I said Wirren was like, Noah. Wirren. Wirren. What was I going to say? Lock yourself in a cupboard for a million odd years and then fall out rather dramatically uh, to that one. Uh, uh, oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. I need to watch that back again. Anyway, yes, um, Big Finish Day will return. That's right. Big Finish Day will return at Quad in Derby on the 15th of June 2019 look at yeah, that wow. oh, it's, now, it's happening this is you know a very unwise announcement in the sense that uh, the tickets aren't available they will be available at some point uh, I think in the coming week um, I'm, I'm told but there's no set date for it but I just had to tell you we have to tell you don't we that Definitely it's coming back Thanks. treat it as a reminder as well you know to, to get your coffers together <laughs> You know, and uh, for Jason you know, Hay Gallery to burgle Jason your wallet, to, yeah, get them together because you will lose them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, it was such a great event, wasn't it? Um, it was really, it was so perfect. It was a sold out event, full of so was many. Was it two weeks ago? Three weeks ago now, was it? Was it really? I think I want to say two weeks ago. Surely, do you want to say that? I want to. Are well, you the, being served? <laughs> um, I think it was. I think because we've only done one podcast in the gap so and then maybe it was i don't know but it was but it was brilliant and we got some great feedback haven't we from people yeah, who brilliant. seem to really enjoy it so some of it in the emails section uh, later on mm-hmm. but yeah so uh absolutely so no, no confirmation of guests or anything but there will be guests and benji and i will be going and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. david richardson and sue cowley and emily dufresne and cheryl bligh and paddy freeland as well and chris griffin uh, Jason, of course. Uh, well, no, well, I don't know. He he doesn't thought, know whether he can make it. He said, I thought let's, he said he did in an email. He, no, he said, let's just say I can, but... We'll. Okay. okay. <laughs> he is an international man of mystery, he, but we very much hope he'll be there. It'll be fantastic. Um, yes, so there you are. What more can we say? Fifth, Saturday, the 15th of June, 2019. Oh, Big finish magic. day, 2019. And, you know, who knows? We might even have another one. Uh, in November as well in another city we might do that but who knows I mean really I've no idea just imagine anyway <laughs> but it's it's the same same uh, same location Derby and it's the same venue quad same back channel um, there we have it and that is actually the end of the news time now for a trip down that old memory lane of my life with big finish the second story we produced in our doctor who range right back in 1999 was that really that long ago yes it was the second one gosh that's actually madness to think that that is crazy. Um, yeah, well, so we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to um, play you the first uh, 15 minutes of it as, a, as an archive tease. And we will be offering you 25% off on this in the Randomoid Selectatron really? offer, where you have to go to bigfinish.com forward slash V 
uh, forward slash randomoid and then type in buck up um, and you'll you'll get 25% off the the tiny amount that this is already available for um, Phantasmagoria have you ever heard it yeah oh yeah long ago long long ago back in the tides of time but yes I have um, I particularly was attracted to this one because as a lover of history myself um, it has it kind of ticks all the boxes really it deals with things like the occult doesn't it from that's from mm. my memory at least it's got that wonderful because it's a Mark Gatiss yes uh, it story, is it? Yeah. so it's all it's all has all those wonderful horror elements to it that he's rather good at oh absolutely uh, I know that Gary Reno really wanted to get Mark in to do one and uh, and there he was I'm just looking it up now just to remind myself of things I directed it I remember B- Mark being very um generous about the script because i i uh, wrote to him and said that um i had when i say wrote to him i think in those days we were all phoning each other there wasn't much emailing going on was there maybe there was can't really remember um uh, and and i said you know i have a few little issues with it uh just a couple of little tweaks that i'd like to run past you and he's there was a famous phrase, I think it was uh, Arthur Conan Doyle said to someone about doing something with Sherlock Holmes, uh, where he just said, you know, marry him, kill him, do whatever you like with him. Is it, do you know, does that ring a bell with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah. remember what the, but he quoted that at me and just said, it's basically, <laughs> you know, I trust you, do what you like, which is very, very nice of him. This is a story that's bigging me up, uh, trying to um, claim that Mark Gatiss <laughs> has some respect for me. He'll be writing in next week. He said, "Dear Nicholas Briggs, I have no respect for you whatsoever. You, sir, are a complete ass." <laughs> oh and, dear! And never a truer word spoken in in, a, in an email that I've just dreamt up in my own vortex of insecurity. Um, so it was lovely to work with Mark. And there was David Walliams as well, yeah, uh, who keeps telling Jason Hagee Ellery he'd like to come and work for Big Finish again. We must, we must do that. Definitely, he's a dude, isn't he? Yeah, and we were, and uh, Jonathan Rigby, um, who's also a great uh, author of note. He writes uh, books about films and uh, actors and what have you. And I think, um, uh, well, I don't think, but I was going to say Jez Fielder. And I think that this is when I. I think I'd met Jez previously, but it was the first time I worked with him and we became uh, a bitter, bigger, bitter, bitter enemies, bigger friends, better friends as a (laughs) result of this. A good double act. Mainly because he was very complimentary about my directing. He he knows which side his bread is buttered. (laughs) Also, the late David Ryle. I am right in thinking that David Ryle is no longer with us. I seem to remember. I'll have a look for you. Um, Um, No, he's not. Nope. Yeah, a lovely, lovely actor, and uh, he. I see. When was it recorded? Uh, let me. It must have been a hot time of year, surely. Yes, it was in Ju- Ju- June. <laughs> Just trying to think. What is the that sixth month? month? <laughs> June. Slow down in New Groove Studios. Uh, they were very inadequate studios, but we <coughs> loved them. We were all sort of crowded in one tiny little room, and there was no air conditioning. Oh, and I no. remember David Ryle. I, I was really worried, and I hope this doesn't sound like bad taste since he's no longer with us, but I was really worried that we were going to kill him. Uh, not out of anger, I hasten to add. Um, but uh, let's get him. Um, 
because he's he got so hot and so friendly his performance never faltered but there was one point in the green room where we were literally sitting in by the fridge with the door open blimey just to help cool him down Poor because man. it was fiendishly hot in there i think the previous recording we'd done in colder months so it hadn't got quite so desperate but yeah that's i remember that uh steve wickham who i think still may hold the record for being in the um, most um big finish productions ever but he's always done complains, a lot, hasn't he? Yeah, always complains that he's never been in up. any or hasn't been in enough um and julia deakin who i later worked with on the radio 4 series nebulous and she played the Nebulous's, which was a sort of spoof of Doctor Who and Quatermass, if you haven't heard it, starring Mark Gatiss. Uh, and it, it, she was the computer, Gemini. Uh, and had uh, an amazing... She also had to read out the credits for Nebulous, and she had an amazing <laughs> um, ability to read things out, and f- phrased and stressed completely illogically. And it always used <laughs> to just... Uh, yeah, in the, in the it used to make me laugh a lot. It was sort of in the spirit of "Are you being served?" You know, she oh, would always say, "Yeah, fear is a strange color" or something. I can't remember. There was an episode with a title similar to that. But um, yes, it was a very concentrated um, period of work. I think there was two days in the studio. And my overriding memory of it, though, was that I was very, very um, nervous and tense and in these early recordings we used to go to a local restaurant for lunch and i could never eat i was so tense i couldn't yeah i suppose in a, in a way you know it starts out with uh, the sirens of time which is a very sort of special story that's a multi-doctor sort of thing but with this being the second release this kind of is like the first of its own kind because it's like well this is just this is now just Doctor Who. This is just raw Doctor. Do you know what I mean? It's like this yeah. isn't a special big, you know, thing that's pushing the boat. This is just now we're doing Doctor Who, and it's just the Fifth Doctor and Turlo together, and that's what we're doing. And in a way, it's it's a you know it's a different kettle of fish because now you've you've got to take it and really it boils down to bare bones Doctor Who now, and you've got to do Doctor Who. So in a way, it's an important release, really. I think. Yeah, it was really our, and I think some of the reviews said this, you know, we may have done a a multi-doctor special, that's an out of the ordinary thing, but yeah, this was our proposition, as it were, to the listeners to say, we can do a regular Doctor Who adventure. You know, we can just deliver that. And I think that, you know, that that does make this incredibly important. And I think as well, you know, a great decision to get Mark Gatiss along to write something like this, Um, especially given, you know, he's a hammer horror sort of guy. And in a way, this is a bit from my memory. This is like Big Finish does a bit of hammer. It's got that hammer element to it. Sort of, you know, know, I think it's set in the 1700s, isn't it? Uh, You know, so it's got those old school elements that hammer would have had. Seven, oh, yeah. good year good year um so it's got, you know it's lots of different flavors there which i think have uh, mixed up a rather lovely cake and i love mark to bits he is the most wonderful human being and a great writer and we're really privileged to have had him not only write this but be in it 
and also to let me fiddle around with his script. Um, and Alistair Locke, I, I, th- I haven't looked, but Alistair Locke did the sound design and music, didn't he? Um, yes, yes, he yeah. did. Pure genius. Uh, poetry of motion. Uh, it was really good. I mean, I tell you, when I, when I listened back to Sirens of Time the other week when we did an archive tease on that, I was thoroughly ashamed of all my sound design and music. I've, I've found it really difficult to listen to. I found it very primitive. But there's there's none of that with this. Alistair has a real panache and, and polish with his work. Um, yeah, I mean, one is always slightly harsher, I think, about one's own work. Definitely. Um, but I hear, yeah. oh, I was thinking, oh, why did you do that? And couldn't you have mixed that a bit better? Um, but yeah, this is this is a lovely piece of work from Alistair. But again, you know, I mean, obviously radio drama has lasted for, you know, it's, that's an old thing that's been going for a million and billion years. But, you know, in slight terms of... exaggeration? Slight exaggeration, possibly. <laughs> no, they were doing it in cave times. <laughs> You know, you do the footsteps, but we don't have shoes. Damn. We have nothing to record it on. <laughs> uh, stone, have you not seen Children of the... No, have you not seen the stone tapes? Um, but um, it's, uh, you know, this is an, in its own way, Big Finish audios have always been kind of special in the way that they are pure uh, as, as you know, it's pure... It's like a film, but for your ears. And so in a way, doing Definitely. that at this, it's, it's early days. You're never going to get it right at the start because because it's it's incredibly difficult. It's a challenging thing to do. And even now, with all the modern technology, you know, you can spend a fortune on different plugins. But at the same time, everybody's, we're still learning new ways of doing things, ways of cutting corners, ways of, ways of uh, making things easier on the listener's ears. So I think that, you know... You know, I wouldn't be critical because I think it's all about learning. And you know, hand off to to Alistair Lot there for. Oh yeah, but really listen, my criticism well. was for my work, not for Alistair's. I mean, it's a really, it's really lovely this. Um, and don't forget, you can get twenty five percent off it, and and I think it's only now available as a download. In fact, I'm certain it is. I don't know why I'm equivocating about that. Um, yes, it definitely is. So have a listen to Phantasmagoria. And remind yourself of of its, um, I think I can say brilliance, because I was just the director. Everyone was brilliant in it. Yeah. And so to help you out um, with that one, if, you, if you're not too sure, you think to yourself, oh, you know, should I, shouldn't I? We're going to give you 15 minutes now of that story uh, and see if you get into it, see what you think. So here we go. 15 minutes of Phantasmagoria. <laughs>
A four says you're wrong, my buck. Go shoo the goose. Show me those cards. Oh. <laughs> Another game, Cardred. Oh, very well. Very well, Jeek. All or nothing, eh? And Devil take the hindmost. Ah, poor Cardred. I knew that winning streak couldn't last. Who was saying, Flower? Ah, uh, it's the end of an era, I tell you. The doctors saw to the king this morning, and a few moments after, dead as a coffin there. Well, well, I never cared for the fellow, I must say. Like the wife, the queen, but as for him, shade too... Too Dutch? Mmm, too Dutch. Still, God rest him, God rest him. Who's to succeed? Why, the Princess Anne, surely. Old King James's niece. Though God knows we're well shot of him and his maggoty Jacobites. I hope all the old troubles aren't stirred up again, Jeek. Will we have another war? More chance of that than another round, I'd say. Where is that idiot portrait? Bring us more wine. What say you, Quincy? Edmund, come aloft. A toast. The king is dead. God save Queen Anne. Aye. God save Queen Anne. God save Queen Anne. Sir? Hmm? Another glass, sir? Yes, another. Why not? Very good, sir. Sir? What is it now, Poltrot? I, I prithee pardon, sir. I wonder if you'd settle a dispute, sir. Well? The lad's downstairs, sir. They was a-wondering, seeing as how you always come here alone, sir, sitting here with your cards, sir, on your own, they was wondering what game you was at. What game? What game do I play? <laughs> a long game, my friend. A very long game. Sir, got that? I think so. Well? <sighs> the side of the wicket in front of the batsman, nearer to his bat than to his body, is the off side. Good. The side behind him, nearer to his body than his bat, is the leg side. Excellent. Then... Then? Then it gets confusing. It's quite simple. On the off, behind the wicket and close to it are the slips. Behind them, third man. Who's he? It's a position, like mid-off. Silly. No, no, no. Silly mid-off's different altogether. I meant it's silly. The whole game. I can't think why you're so keen on it, Doctor. Well, you know, every man should have a hobby. Helps to while away eternity. So, where were we? A Chinaman? No, third man. A Chinaman's an off-break ball bowled by a left hand at a right-handed batsman. Really, what did they teach you at that school of yours? Oh, you know, useful things. Well, it's all in the almanac. Here, have a read. I'd rather eat. Anyway, we're landing. Read. Enough! My pockets are not bottomless, Jasper G. Mine are full enough now. <laughs> this is something like. I said your luck couldn't last forever. It was not luck, but skill, sir, that saw me win at these tables, and it is boredom, Master Flowers, that has thrown me off my game. Sir? Aye, sir. Boredom. I've had my fill of the Diabola Club. You wouldn't say that if you'd won it. I'm not joking, Jasper. I grow weary of these stale jakes. Let me have adventure. Risk anything, so long as it is out of the usual pattern. Are we such dreary company, then? Though, <laughs> so, I declare Mr. Carter has lately developed... 
rather high opinion of himself. The bumblebee in the counter and thinks himself king. <laughs> Fire and fury! Oh, Edmund! Good night, gentlemen. Edmund, we were merely teasing. Let be. What vexed the fellow? Hold, sir. Stay a moment. I fear I cannot, sir. I have not the stomach for further pleasure. I could not help but overhear you, Mr. Cartridge. Indeed. You will pray to give my rudeness, but I both respect and share your sentiments. And do you offer a solution, sir? Or are you like these other fellows, as windy as a baggy sail? Pray be seated, Mr. Cartridge. You have the advantage of me, sir. My name is Nicholas Valentine. Valentine? <laughs> I amuse you. Oh, forgive me, sir. Your reputation precedes you. Sir Nicholas, is it not? I was of some small service to the late king back in the 80s. What else do you know of me? A scholar? Mm -hmm. Landowner? Astrologer, and there are those who say you to be in league with the very devil himself. And what say you, Mr. Cartwright? I say, excellent company, Sir Nicholas. Come aloft, let's play. And the stake, Sir Nicholas? <laughs> Well, good night to you, Hannah. Good night, sir. Am I to call you early tomorrow, sir? I fear so, my dear. My tailor requests my presence. He's letting out me breeches again. Oh, mercy, sir. Oh, well, well, well. It's no tragedy to get a little more ample in the waist. I'll soon be able to let me breeches out myself as a marquee for the coronation. Oh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, uh, good night, my dear. Good night, Dr. Holywell. Wisdom's almanac? Who is Wisdom? I've told you. It's all inside. Everything you'll ever need to know about the greatest game in the universe. Except this edition was published in 1928. Was it? Oh. Oh well, once we've found out what year it is, we'll know whether we're out of date or not. Hmm. Nice place. Hmm. English, I think. Townhouse, late 17th century. There's a lamp over there, Tony. If you were to fetch it over here, we might be able to shed some light on this. But you said it yourself. 17th century English townhouse. Use your brain, Tallow. A 17th century English townhouse in the 17th century? Or the 18th? Or the 29th? You never know, we could be in a museum. Oh! Ah. Oh! I prithee pardon, sir. Why? It's Mr. Carteret, isn't it? Why are you leaving us so early, sir? What? Oh, oh. It's you, Paltrust. Yes. Yes, I'm... I'm leaving. Are you all right, sir? Mr. Carteret? That's more like it. Quite a collection. Antiques, paintings... Oh, the ancestors, perhaps. They look about the right period. Someone's been travelling. 
Please look Roman. And then there's a shipping label. Dr. Samuel Holywell, Bread Street, Cheapside. Doctor, look at this. It's a newspaper, isn't it? Yes. Well, the nearest thing they had in those days. Sort of one-page gossip column. Uh-huh. What is it? The King's just died. How very convenient. Not for him. Uh, no, I suppose not, but very handy for us. King William, Prince of Orange. And late of this parish. William? As in William and Mary, right? So they did teach you something at Brendan, then. I liked history. Well, now you can watch it happen. This paper's new. New? It's the 8th of March, 1702. Wounds! Who in God's name are you? You're leaving, Sir Nicholas? Yes, Poltrot. A chair, then, sir. What you will, what you will. Chair! Ho! A good night at the table, Sir Nicholas? Oh, yes. Very profitable. Poltrot? Yes, sir? I uh, heard tell that you were once a schoolmaster. Oh, that I was, sir. Until the love of ale played the merry Andrew with my senses. Mm. Come to my table tomorrow. I may be of some assistance to you. Cheapside. Good night, sir. Thank you. Uh, Paul Trott, have you seen Mr. Carteret at all? Why, yes, sir. About half an hour back. Acting very queer, he was, sir. What do you mean? Like he was in a kind of daze, sir. Bad night at the tables, eh? Hey, nothing like that. Perhaps Sir Nicholas could enlighten you, sir. Who? Sir Nicholas Valentine, the gentleman who just left. He and Mr Carteret were playing at cards earlier, sir. Valentine? A new member? Certainly, sir. And a gentleman of parts and fortune, I gather. Only newly arrived in town, but he's made quite an impression, I can tell you. Is he now? Tell me more, Poltrot. Tell me more. At this hour, do you play the knave with me, sir? Why would you be delivering a box at this hour? Well, that's just the thing, you see. We, we were told it couldn't wait, that uh, an antiquarian such as yourself would want to set eyes on it before the night was out. Yes, it is certainly an unusual thing. These words, police box... Yes, they told us at the depot that it was something from the... Uh, the, the New World? Uh, yes, that's it. But why me? Why send it to me? Well, who else? Who else but... Um, what's his name? Huh? What's his name? The name on the shipping tag. Oh, um, Holywell. Dr. Holywell. Who else but Dr... Samuel. Samuel Holywell, the noted collector of all things... Uh, unusual. Well, uh, it is flattering, no doubt. But you say there's no clue as to the sender? No. We just brought it. But how did you get it into my house? My maid mentioned nothing of this. The box has certain properties. That's what makes it so special. You might as well tell him the truth, Doctor. Doctor? You are also a doctor? Oh, yes. Didn't I mention? Now, you really have quite a collection here, Dr. Holywell. I wonder if you care to show me around. No, 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 no. I couldn't possibly. You still haven't answered Good my question. Good Lord. Is that Tang Dynasty? Yes. You know something of porcelain? A little, I know. I'm only an amateur, of course, but how exquisite. Wei or Ming? Oh, Ming. Yes, yes, Ming. Oh, how pleasant to meet a fellow collector. Isn't it? Tell me, Dr. Holywell, what other wonders do you have tucked away in here? Well, while you're doing that, Doctor, I'll see if I can find us something to eat. 
really? Blue, not white. How extraordinary. Yes, you run along, Turlo. Don't mind me. Hmm. Princess Anne at the Cockpit Palace. Uh, king to be buried with beloved consort. Not exactly the news of the world, is it? What's this? Rite for the bewitching of an old woman. Spell for the creation of an horrid creature. Communications with the dead and the several dangers contained therein. I think we'd better keep an eye on our host, Doctor. He might have more wonders tucked away than we bargained for. Has there been a report? Yes. A further section of the city has been covered. Nothing? Nothing. If he is there, he's well disguised. No traces. A complete scan has revealed nothing unexpected. This world is a primitive place. One must hope our client doesn't object to such barbarism. It was a voluntary operation. Besides, primitive places can be fun. That's a fast man! You'll have us over! Surely so! You were saying, Flowers? I think Holtrot spoke of this new member. Perhaps he has some kind of hold over our friend Carteret. Sure, Edmund's not the type. But it was a rum thing, Carteret blowing up like that. Do you really think he's tired of us? Carteret, tired of the Diablo? <laughs> when hens make holy water, he's a gambler, my boy. It's in the blood. He'll be back at those tables before you can say... Stand! Stand! God's my life. What's this? God save you, sirs. A fine night. What is the meaning of this outrage? I pretty pardon, gentlemen, but I must make free with your purses. Impudent rogue! How dare you, sir? How dare you? A pretty pass we've come to when two fellows can't ride the king's highway unmolested. The king is dead, sir. And so there we have it. The end of our archive tease. There'll be another one along in the fullness of time. Time now for a quick reminder of our latest podcast competition. The prize, Stark Ops Mother Earth Part 2, released last week. The question, which BBC comedy series does Stark Ops star Trevor Cooper regularly feature in? The subject line is Colin Devis. The closing date is Friday the 23rd of November. And as I said last time, hmm, a significant date. We'll actually be in uh, Chicago. We will be over in old Shicky Shicky. That's right, next week. Isn't it? Exciting times. Yeah. God, doing another live Big Finish podcast, won't we? Well, I seem to. Yes. Yeah, we are. We're going to record it as live and and hopefully put it out straight away. It's a bit of a a month, isn't it, for live podcasts, really? Yeah. Goodness me. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, good luck to you all. That's what I say, you know. And as the old saying goes, you've got to be in it to win it. Do you know who it was who used to say fascinating? No. I think it was Popeye. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. I think we've established that neither of us can do Popeye's one. Olive oil. Olive oil. We can't do it. Oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, I pop I <laughs> to see you, man. And what are we doing? And so, now, yes, it's finally arrived. Listeners email.
nicely done Nick very sharp straight to the point there and if you like to talk to us you know get your, your thoughts out give us a compliment say something harsh don't say something harsh. well you can you know it's a open line but I pref- would prefer it if you didn't but if you would like to talk to us send an email you can send one to podcast at bigfinish.com tell us what you're listening to tell us what you like about it because that's always nice we did a bit of that um, last week as you heard if you listened to last week's one where we spoke to people around Big Finish Day asking what they were listening to and what they liked so send it in it's good fun it's lovely to hear from you all so first up then this one is from Alex H Hiya Nick and Benji I have just finished Gods and Monsters which is the conclusion of the main range arc featuring the black slash white TARDIS the forge hex etc and it was marvellous it was astounding how many elements here and there were seeded throughout many stories and how it all comes together. Big fan of elephants. Oh, elements. Oh, and you know, the elephants and the monkeys and the, and the, and the, uh, the, 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 the cockatoos. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to think of what what a flamingo was, but I couldn't think of the word flamingo. And I was just well, kept thinking now. they're called pinkos, but they're not. They're just pink the birds. Pink- pinkos. <laughs> Look, it's a pinko. No, it's not. It's a flamingo. Anyway, um, continue the email. It says, however... Flapinkos, that's a good one. (laughs) However, um, one-legged bird. Um, However, there hasn't really (laughs) been much crossover in recent years within the main range since, uh, with the stories very much being retained in their trilogies. Uh, With the new year, I was wondering if there might be any plans to once again have multiple arcs throughout the main range, or if the stories are going to be standalone still. As usual, love the work and... um, what was that thing you meant to do? Duck up? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I've never been able to do that. No, I can't do it. Olive oil. No, I can't olive. do it. Yeah, olive. I'll do that one again. Um, kind Best regards, kidding. Alex H. P.S. Uh, about those novel adaptations. Oh. Revenge. Revenge of the novel adaptations. Ah, oh, well. Um, I think the... Um, there's a little bit of story arcage coming up next year, but I think there's a lot more standalone stuff. We're very keen for people not to feel sort of alienated by story strands that they don't uh, know about, and so that they come to a production and they think that, and they feel they can just listen to it and know everything they need to know just from listening to that. Hope that's not too unreasonable. Uh, next up, Glyn Copeland. Hi, Benji and Nick. Just want to say how much I'm enjoying Jeremiah Born in Time, one of our Big Finish originals, I, as by Nigel Planer. I picked it up from Audible a little while ago. Absolutely love it and hope there is more to come from this character. Nigel Planer is a great writer. He's actually mistyped his name and typed it as Nigel Planet. <laughs> which Sounds is, like a superhero. <laughs> I think I should get Nigel to change his name to that. Uh, he's a great writer and the characters are so well acted by the great cast. I never a true word spoken Glyn Absolutely. Uh, secondly I was at Big Finish Day last Saturday it was so fun I met Benji coming in such a lovely chap I'm Rickus Rook I remember very well that was a lovely thing it was absolutely the first you were the first person I saw first person I spoke to uh, it was a wonderful perfect way really to start the event because it was like oh that's really nice it's nice to you know and he, he listens to the podcast and oh, it's lovely uh, hat off to you. You're also you're you're very vocal on Twitter as well, which is lovely. So yeah, what a dude! What, what a dude! What's the Rickus Rook thing? I think it's just as far as I'm aware, that's kind of just his Twitter handle. Really. Oh, I see. I wonder what that means, Rickus Rook. I don't know, but uh, 
hope it's nothing horribly rude. If there's rooks, then you need a, a scarecrow. <laughs> uh, thanks for Raise a great day. <laughs> thanks for a great day. Thanks for the crow man too. And I do hope there is another one soon. Well, if you've listened to the news in this year podcast, you'll know that there is on the 15th of June 2019. Okay, enough gushing from me. I don't think there was too gushy, Glyn. No, just was just nice. nice, you know. Mm. Bye for now. Yours, Dot rickus copeland uh sent from underneath my tortoise shell cat <laughs> tortoise Aww. shell cat love it i don't know why that's funny uh, here's one from matt russell hi nick and benji i don't often listen to short trips sheepishly admitting that i prefer the full cast drama approach to storytelling i couldn't resist downloading i am the master and had to write to say how I spectacular masterful it was Jeffrey Beaver's uh, Jeffrey Beaver's drips with menace in every story he's in, and he surpassed himself in this one. For me, he is the master. Who knew from his one appearance in 1980 he would own the role? With apologies to all the other masters you've created at Big Finish Towers. More, please, Matt Russell. Well, we'll see what we can do, Matt. I'm sure there will be more. Here's one from Edward Langley. Hi, Nick and Benji of the Starship Big Finish Enterprise. <laughs> Big Finish Day was awesome, but my only regret was that I was unable to attend. Oh. I, hmm. I did follow the podcast, though, uh, because we streamed it on um, uh, Facebook, and it was a real treat to see so many Big Finish stars on stage. I did say that, that my aim was to have far too many people on stage. And they were all... Everyone was... Re- yes, Zulu. Zulu. Uh, everyone was <laughs> reacting as though it was a mistake that there were so many on, change, uh, on stage. And also uh, India kept reacting as though it was a mistake that the same questions kept coming up. I kept trying to explain that that was the meant gang. to happen, you see. And she was like, oh, this won't do. Uh, but then there was that announcement. After all this time, Charlie Pollard is back in the eighth doctor's life. The chemistry between the two was something that was exciting, beautiful, and at times heartbreaking. But it is a testament to how good Paul and India are. Please, now you've brought her back, keep Charlie on board with the doctor, Liv and Helen. It would help provide some form of closure for the two, f- for the two following the events of the girl who never was. And it would be interesting to see Charlie develop a friendship with the eight's newest friends. I don't think that's quite possible, Ed. We're not into sort of rewriting the past and negating death charlie thinks that the eighth doctor died uh, that said listen out for the third series of charlotte pollard because there is a development there um i'm not sure when it's coming out i think it might be delayed because i'm still working on scripts at the moment in other news i've listened to both the heliax rift and hour of the cybermen and all that's left to say is bring on warlock's cross well um you probably have it by now ed and it's also being teased in this podcast for anyone who hasn't yet got it Uh, blake harrison's daniel hopkins is an intriguing character and I'm interested to see where this story, where his story arc goes. Also, we've got more Klein to look forward to. Then, of course, later this month, the new unit team unwrap a Christmas present early. Though it's from, but though it's from the master of all people. What could possibly go wrong? All the best, Ed Langley. Ed, Ed you basically wrote a trailer for us there. I, I can't add to that. So thank you very much. Well, here is one from Nicholas Turnberes. Rather funky name, and I like mm, that a lot. It's a good name, isn't it? Uh, especially the Z <clears throat> at the end. Anything with a Z in it is is downright brilliant. Or a, uh, or a Z, Sir as Nicholas ben... would probably call it. As a Z, yeah, quite right, quite right. 
language, eh? He, uh, hello, Sir Benji of Clifford and Sir Nicholas of Briggs. Well, mighty names there. Uh, you can have a, a sentence from uh, Thomas Mallory's Winchester Manuscript for that. And so upon a time, Sir Tristram agreed to wed this Isol Le Blanc Mont, and so at that last they were wedded and solemnly held their marriage. There it goes, a book from a Winchester manuscript <laughs> from the year of our Lord, uh, 1469. Um, thank you, thank anyway, you, thank you had to be done um, just wanted to drop a quick note and say how exciting it was to have someone from my state Ohio on the live Big Finish Day podcast how exciting it's so wonderful to know how far reaching the nerdy goodness of Big Finish is uh, thanks for all you do cheers Nicholas well funny enough talking of that mm. I remember I had a weird thing where I was in a pub a few years ago um, locally in Hastings of all places um, in this tiny little pub in, on the, in the back streets and um, I remember somebody was in there you know you just end up chatting to friends of friends and um, I remember I said to somebody that I, I did a big you know I was working for Big Finish I remember the look on his face was like the shit it was like discovering that this thing that he thought he only liked existed where he lived and he was just like oh my god Big Finish da, 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 you know and was absolutely going for it and I remember thinking yeah and that I got that exact same feeling when you're like oh somebody from where I live is like in yeah yeah awesome absolutely awesome. It's, uh, it takes me back to when I met my first other Doctor Who fan back in 1974 <laughs> when I met Nicholas Layton at uh, Comprehensive School and he was assigned to look after me as the new boy and uh, we eventually got round to mentioning we like Doctor Who. And we were both like, oh, you like Doctor Who? I like Doctor Who. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, here's one from Bryn <laughs> Mitchell, who came up to do some randomoid selectatroning at Big Finish Day. Dear Nick and Benji, just wanted to write in to say how much I enjoyed Big Finish Day and what a pleasure it was to join the pair of you on stage for the randomoid selectatron and to chat to Benji elsewhere at the event while he signed my copy of Doom Coalition 3. Of course, if I had a little more foresight, I might have selected a story to talk about on the podcast that at least one of the two of you would have been involved in but as it was cold fusion was the first thing to pop into my head and and perfectly legitimately so absolutely it, it, it nonplussed me for a moment and i thought oh yes it's that one uh, i should also say how lovely the event was more generally it had a lovely atmosphere and a nice scale is that like a sort of scale on the back of a, a lizard or no uh, every guest who i interacted with was extremely charming and took their time to interact with fans and the whole event was extremely well put together by the hoovers wasn't it just big shout out for steve hatcher and the hoovers there absolutely uh, it was also a brilliant chance to put faces to names and chat with people i've known through twitter for a while as well as meeting new faces and making new friends all in all a brilliant day and i hope there is more to come well funnily enough bryn there is yes on the 15th of june 2019 at quad in derby big finish day 2019 i don't know whether i've mentioned that before uh, until the next time yours bryn mitchell and finally this one from john g wood Dear Nick and Benji, just wanted to Benji. Um <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing now. A parrot, um, was it? Benji. Um, just wanted to say thanks yes. um, so much to you and everyone else at Big Finish Towers Ooh. for a fantastic Big Finish Day. Uh, I've posted a review here. Oh, a review. Um, anyway, I, I pressed that link and it didn't work. I'm going to do it again. Let me try it. Go to page. 
Oh, I need to log in. I've not logged on, logged in. Oh, to well, that's because I base cause that, nine years. Oh, that's why I can't get it because I don't have an account. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're, we're on. We're on. Where's the review? Bum, 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 bum. It's going to say terrible rubbish. Terrible, absolute load of old codswallop. Um, I'm going to take it that it must be Elvwood, is it? I think is the only review I can see on yeah, that page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so really, f- a full comprehensive review, including bullet points. Excellent. Oh. With a fantastic, with some fantastic pictures as well of uh, of him being strangled by Cybermen, and uh, <laughs> one of there were John Dorney and ah, oh, lovely. A note What's about worse, lo- being strangled by a Cyberman or meeting John Dorney? Oh, I think it's that or being strangled by John Dorney. <laughs> yes, you, you met a Cyberman and got strangled by John Dorney. Um, <laughs> That's a really nice review. That is, it's the really comprehensive. A great, a great way to sell it to people that haven't and uh, haven't been to a big finish day before. Um, so yeah, check that one out if you're on the uh, GallifreyBase.com. I think it'll be in the, it's in the uh, big finish day uh, thread on that one. God, I've not been on Gallifrey Brace in ages. Um, I remember when it was Gallifrey One. God, those were the days. Those Arsenal were the days. nil. Arsenal nil. Um, anyway, it was great to meet you both at last. I'm probably worrying too much, but I just want to clarify that I wasn't upset about you reading my silly emails rather than the more straightforward one. It just amused me. Um, you were right about Jason Hay-Gallery too. <laughs> that character. Um, I ended up buying far too much. Well done, um, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Hat off, chap. Hats off. Uh, I always buy more audios than I can afford and then get my family to give them to me as Christmas or birthday <laughs> presents anyway. But I've now massively overshot that budget oh, too. No. Uh, I hope you, I hope you had a restful Sunday, John. Well, it wasn't that restful because we had to drive all the way back to Maidenhead to drop off the stock and then back to London. But yeah, I'm not complaining. I was in the company of my dear friend Benji Clifford. It was good fun. We we, we went slightly mad in the van, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Yes. Oh, yes. You've just given me a horrible flashback. Yes, it was fine. All the driving was safe. Don't worry, listeners. Uh, and so that's the end of this super duper bumper edition of listeners' emails. There will be more soon. Just before we tease you with the first 15 minutes of Warlock's Cross, let's do a trailer for this podcast. You up for it, Benji? Always up for a trailer, my friend. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions on the 18th of November 2018, a listener's email special podcast. That's right, and if you don't know what that is, we listen to your emails and, well, we have a little chat about them. Really Love chat. reading them out. As well as that, we cover the usual things. We have uh, the news, of course, unit revisitations, and, of course, the return of something else. Nick, the announcement. <gasps> Big Finish Day 2019, yes, <sighs> on the 15th of June 2019. It's useful it's in 2019 because it's called Big Finish Day 2019. I mean, we thought about calling it Big Finish Day 2029 just to mix things up a bit. But then we thought, no, give it the same name as the year it's in. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a very safe bet. Thank you. Um, Big Finish 1970-45. Of course, as well as that, we have the archive tease. This week, we talk Phantasmagoria and nominate it for the Randomoid Selectatron offer release. So do check that one out. We've got a 15-minute tease in there as well. We remind you of our Star Cops competition. And as well as that, well, we have a drama tease. We have Warlock's Cross, brand new, hot off the press. So don't miss out. 
And, and emails, yeah. Well, we mentioned that at the start, I know, didn't yeah, we? I, know. I, I just, just, just more I emails, yeah. Just sort of, yeah. Why not? How'd you rate that poc- uh, that trailer, Nick? Uh, um, with a bit of editing, it'll be fine. It trailed, it trailed. Um, and so now, it's already out there, but in case you haven't heard it yet, or need a little bit of convincing, here's the first 15 minutes of Doctor Who, Warlock's Cross by Steve Lyons, uh, starring Sylvester McCoy as the Seventh Doctor and Tracy Charles as Elizabeth Klein. <laughs> all of you who stayed to support me. I know you believe in peace. I believe in it too. But sometimes when marches and sit-ins don't work, you can't turn the other cheek. You have to stand up to the bullies and the fascists and say, no more, not in my name. That's why tomorrow we make our stand at last. For justice, for the truth. Tomorrow we expose this whole rotten conspiracy to the light. We end the suffering of those who could have shown us wonders. Tomorrow is the day that UNIT falls. You did well. Do you think so? I should have used my notes. I forgot half the points I wanted to make. You said all that needed to be said and they wanted to hear it. They'll fight with us, most of them, as many as we need. I wish I hadn't come to this, Linda. To a fight. I haven't used my fist since the lower sixth, I think. Oh, I feel sick. Remember why you're doing this, Greg. Remember what you saw. You formed open skies for a reason. I did. Yes, I did. And look how you've been treated since then. They tried to ignore you. When that didn't work, they threatened to lock you up. They told lies about you in the media. My mother saw those stories. What choice have they left you? (sighs) This man, your friend, the one they're holding. He knows their dirty secrets, believe me. He was one of their own, a unit officer, until he committed the worst crime in the book. He disagreed with them. Now all we have to do is set him free. Get his story out there. If the lackeys in the media won't listen, there's always the message boards. They'll listen. We'll make them listen. This time tomorrow we'll know. The world will know about the aliens, about how we've been treating them. This time tomorrow, we'll know everything. Is everything set up? Your inside man? We're meeting later, just to run through the details. Uh, Come with me, Linda. You should, I'll introduce you. That isn't a good idea, Greg. Need to know. (laughs) This is actually happening, isn't it? Two years ago, I could never have imagined. I'd given up hope. Until you came along, with your ideas and your passion. I gave you a push in the right direction, that's all. No one will read my name in the history books but you, Gregory Cedric Lord. You're going to change the world forever. Store manager to check out four, please. Store manager to check out four. 
You're late. The meeting ran over. I thought someone might be following me from the hall. I had to double back twice. Anyway, I'm sorry. And, um, Tutankhamen... You had better not be wasting my time again. Password, Dr. Klein. I need the password. You know me, Greg. Unless you think I'm a shape-changing alien monster, in which case you're already dead. Next time, by the way, choose another aisle to meet in. If I look at any more chocolate... We won't have to. Meet again, I mean. Not like this. Are you saying what I think you're saying? We're on. For tomorrow. If you can still do as you promised? Finally. I'd have liked more notice, but yes. Yes, I can do it. My employers trust me. If I request access to a patient at the spa, they won't ask too many questions. Access to a prisoner, you mean? I could help you more if I knew which prisoner you meant. I could take him a message, even move him to a private room. Just stick to the plan, please, Doctor. Need to know. Get inside that place and do what you have to do. By 11 o'clock, please. A.M. Which is when the attack begins, I presume. I shall be ready. Dr. Elizabeth Klein to see Colonel McKenna. I'm expected. Becoming a familiar face around here, Dr. Klein. I do happen to be unit's chief scientific advisor. Then surely you have more urgent matters to deal with. Invasions to thwart. The 1990s have been surprisingly quiet on that front, so far. My work is mostly in research these days. The new order put you out to pasture too, then. In here. I wouldn't say that. You have patients here infected by alien pathogens, mutated by technology from the future. I'm keen to learn as much as we possibly can from them. All right. This office has been swept for bugs and is soundproofed. What can you tell me? You were right. Someone is pulling young Gregory's strings. A woman. I couldn't get a name out of him. But she wants one of your guests. Someone who's been here for two years, probably more. My guess would be someone like Dan... I can't use speculation. What have they asked you to do? Unlock a door for them. Divert a pair of sentries. Disable an alarm circuit. Here. Show me on the plan. I saw troops unloading in the courtyard. There's still time, Colonel, to head off a confrontation. Arrest Greg Lord at home. I imagine he would respond to... to questioning. You will play your part as arranged. Open the door for Lord and his mysterious associate. Invite them into our parlour... Give them no reason to suspect they are walking into an ambush. Excuse me, gentlemen. Is this the way to the Cascade of Crystal Tears and Archimedes Four Kappa Chevron? I'll take that as a no. Best be about your business, Dr. Klein. Maintain your cover. I doubt your friends have another spy in here. But we must err on the side of caution. Quite. We live in dangerous times. Can't afford to trust anyone these days. Not even in unit. Or what's left of it. Oh, I'd steer clear of the wards if I were you. 
Shouldn't we consider moving the patients out for their own safety? No, absolutely not. Someone in this facility is up to his neck in this business and his crank friends are about to lead us to him. Colonel, having spent time with Greg, I believe he is a good man. Misguided, perhaps. He doesn't understand the need for what we do, the impossible choices we face. So noted. Major Wyland Jones instructed me to go along with him, learn if he posed a threat. He did not. He was just a concerned citizen, duped by half-truths and conspiracy theories. Until now. You have your orders, Dr. Klein. I've emptied Sullivan Ward to set up my command centre there. The medical staff think I'm running a combat exercise. I expect you to join me at 1100 hours. You have 35 minutes. McKenna, this had better be good. Very well, then. 1100 hours. What are you telling me? How is that possible? An intruder? You two. Operating Theatre One. The patient with the crinoid spores. He's delirious. Says he wants to extinguish all animal life. The nurses need help to sedate him. Go on, hurry! I also need you away from this junction box for a minute or two. Now, let me see. Blue wire, I think. Then yellow. I know this place, don't I, Colonel? Miss Annabel Morden's alien clinic. <laughs> Where standards were somewhat lacking, as I recall. Who are you? The police box appearing out of thin air doesn't give it away. Must be the 1990s, then. Mm. Perhaps you know my good friend uh, Brigadier Bambera. Never heard of the chap. Are you working with Gregory Lord, some sort of scout? I assume the box is stolen tech. You seem right. I'm the doctor. Unit has a file on me, but I doubt you have the clearance to read it. Yes, I know all about Unit. I don't know what your game is, doctor, but I don't have time to play it. You're expecting trouble, aren't you? What do you know of it? Wrong place, wrong time. It could be my motto. <laughs> now, listen to me, Colonel. You will lock me up this instant until you can verify my story with your superior officers. If I so much as think about escaping, you'll have me shot. Is that clear? I... Yes, I shall do exactly that. Sergeant Finn, take the prisoner downstairs to the secure ward. See if he's so glib after a few days of our finest hospitality. One day, someone like you might actually surprise me. One seven is seven, two sevens are fourteen, three sevens are twenty-one, four sevens are twenty-eight, five sevens are thirty-five, six sevens are... Ah! The cages. An original design feature, I suppose. <laughs> a tad more comfortable than they used to be, at least. Oh, oh don't let me distract you. Uh, it's six sevens are... I know you. Don't I know you? Likewise, ex-Lieutenant Daniel Hopkins. 
former unit medical officer turned Cyberman collaborator. Nice to have you for a next-door neighbor. It's you, isn't it? You're the doctor. <laughs> I fail to see the humor in this situation for either of us. Keep up, Ralph. There. There it is. I can't believe we're here. It looks like any other building. A private clinic, like it says at the gates. What did you expect? This is a maximum security installation, Greg. And its greatest protection is that nobody knows it exists. Apart from us. I've been to places before where people have said... Places where they've been seen, but... They're here. The enemy. They're right behind those walls. They can't hide in the shadows any longer. It was near here that I saw it. The saucer, ten years ago. They swore it was a hoax and yet they cordoned off the whole area. When they lied about that, <laughs> that was when I started wondering. Here comes our distraction. Bang on schedule. Time to put on the headsets, boys. Set them to channel two and lock and load. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I thought we agreed the pistols were only for show. I was here too, Greg. Ten years ago, I saw the saucers too. You never said. And I saw them. In that building. After it was all over. That was where I saw our visitors and what human beings had done to them. My first alien encounter. I thought I was prepared. I don't understand. You were here. The point is, I know you, Nick. I know them from the inside out. I know what they think of people like you and me. And how far they'll go to hold on to the power they have. We need to be as ruthless to stand a chance against them. You see that, don't you? Ralph, did you bring the wire cutters? Right here. Then you know what to do with them. Go! Stiff up on it, Greg. I hope no one gets hurt today, believe me. But I'm ready to pull this trigger if I have to. For justice, for truth, for the future. Are you ready? Ten eight to eighty. Eleven eight to eighty-eight. Twelve eights and ninety-six. How long has it been, Daniel, since you volunteered to receive a cyber lobotomy? Do you even remember? I remember light and fire burning the pain away. I remember the pain, but I no longer have a sense of it. It is no part of me. I remember a scream in my throat, the taste of ashes on my tongue. And how does it make you feel? Sad? Angry? Remorseful at all? Like you, I'm not the man I was then. Or perhaps who just showed different faces to the world. Tell me about this place. The spa? That's what we call it. I helped set it up ten years ago. A medical facility for the victims of close encounters. Somewhere to house them while we worked out how to treat them. To hide them, more like. With bars to contain the most intractable cases. Until they can be saved. Or the doctors give up trying. Looks like it's just the two of us today. But you wait, though, Doctor. If you're still here by the full moon. And have they tried to save you, too, Daniel? One nine is nine. Two nines are eighteen. 
All very well and good. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Biddly boo. (laughs) 